Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We've been speaking with mayors of cities where this program airs about how the pandemic, how corona, the coronavirus and COVID-19 are affecting their communities. We've spoken with the mayors of Vancouver, Toronto, uh, Regina, Winnipeg, and uh, Hamilton. And joining us now from uh, the city of Calgary, uh, Mayor Nahid Nenshi. And uh, Mayor Nenshi, thank you very much for the time. First time, uh, I, first opportunity, I have to speak to you. And uh, what a time. I was on the show a couple of weeks ago, but you were away. Well, then, you know, that, what can I tell you? What can I tell you? <laughs> it's, it's great to have you with us. It's great to have you with us. Now, Calgary had uh, its, its, its issues before the uh, pandemic began. Give us an idea of what your major problems were, say, two months ago, and how the pandemic has accelerated what you're facing. Sure. We were on our way climbing out of a pretty deep economic downturn. So just to give people a sense of the jarring reality of Calgary, we had gone from having the lowest unemployment rate in the country for many, many years to the highest in 18 months. We had gone from having essentially 0% vacancy in our downtown core to about 25% vacancy, one in four buildings are empty, in 18 months. That's been incredibly dislocating and incredibly jarring uh, for Calgary. And so we've been on a very, very gradual recovery from the economic downturn for several years now. Um, and. In the last year, that recovery was seeming to stall out a little bit, and uh, suddenly then this hits. So Calgary has been hit now by a triple whammy, which is uh, the public health crisis brought on uh, by the virus. And of course, Calgary is one of the nation's hotspots, about 70% of Alberta's cases. Uh, We've had a couple of large outbreaks that have really impacted our citizens here. Number two is, of course, the global recession, and as you're going to be talking to Dan Kelly soon, and particularly how it's hit small business and street front retail kinds of businesses, uh, which has been very tough. And, you know, statistics have shown that businesses that have to close during a natural disaster, some 30 or 40 percent of them never reopen. And so we have to work hard to bring that number down and keep businesses going through the whole thing. And then on top of that, at the exact same timing as the pandemic, we had the oil price war. Um, between Russia and Saudi Arabia. So I think it's fair to say that Calgary has been hit harder than this than any city in Canada, probably harder than pretty much any city in the Western world. One of the common denominators that has been raised by uh, the mayors I've spoken to so far, uh, where this program airs across Canada, has been the uh, challenge of property taxes and what that may do to the overall economy of the city, keeping in mind that municipalities are not uh, allowed to run deficits. How is the property tax issue affecting Calgary? So we have the lowest residential property taxes in the country, uh, among the lowest business property taxes in the country. We're a very well-run government. We're very proud of that. Um, But the property tax stinks, right? It is a terrible way of raising funds for government because it's not in any way sensitive to the kind of year you've had. So if you're a business and you've had a really bad year, your property tax will probably stay the same or even go up based on the land value of your landlord's holdings. Uh, So it really is terrible. And so what we've done is I just didn't want people to have to worry about their property tax payments when they had so much else to worry about. And we've got a little bit of cash in the bank. We have a pretty strong balance sheet compared to most governments. And so what we were able to do is very simply say, 
If you're unable to pay your property tax, whether you're a homeowner or a business, just don't even worry about it. We won't assess any penalty. They're normally due at the end of June. We won't assess any penalty until the end of September. Um, that's not a, a great solution, but it is a solution that at least removes, you know, one huge source of tension from some residents and some businesses while we're working our way through this. You know, ultimately, uh, the city of Calgary is losing 10 to $15 million a week in revenue. Um, pretty much on par with other cities, less than Toronto, because Toronto relies so much on transit revenue. But by the end of the year, we had a presentation from our administration to City Council this week that said the numbers could be anywhere between, in worst-case scenario, anywhere between 235 and $400 million deficit wow. by the end of the year. And, you know, compared to Toronto's $1.5 billion. So this is a very serious problem. Yeah. And as you say, cities can't normally run deficits you know in alberta there is some provision to run deficits in extraordinary situations but that doesn't really do much good because it's got to get paid back and if our only source to pay it back is property taxes which are a lousy source of raising funds you don't want to raise property taxes in the middle of what's going to be probably a year's long recovery so we really do need some help from the federal and provincial governments here. They can borrow at much lower rates than we can. The federal government is essentially borrowing at zero right now. And they have much more flexible mechanisms to pay that money back over time than cities do. And ultimately, they've got to come to that conclusion. We're heading into the summer. And uh, the summertime is traditionally for most of our Cities, and I would imagine certainly for Calgary, with your wonderful geographic realities, uh, right up against the Rockies, and you and you have the stampede annually. So I would imagine that is a tremendously important part of the year as far as revenue generation is concerned. This year, tourism is not going to be anywhere near where it normally would be. How how's that going to affect your city? It's a very big problem. Uh, you know, when people think of Calgary's economy, they think of energy, which is certainly important, 25% or so of our GDP. But when you think about the other major industries here, travel and tourism is a very big one. Retail is a very big one, right? And both those are both pretty much closed down uh, at the moment. Well, in some ways, but travel and tourism is really closed down. And so when you think about the loss of the Stampede, the Calgary Folk Festival, the Calgary Comic Expo, Pride, and all of those events that bring people in, that's a cumulative economic impact on our GDP, I would estimate, off the top of my head, of at least a billion dollars. And so, you know, certainly I sit on the board of the Calgary Stampede, and cancelling the Stampede was absolutely the right thing to do. Um, the right thing to do from a public health and a community perspective. But it's tough. It's tough economically. And it's tough for the psyche of the city, you know. We, uh, when we had the floods of 2013, mm -hmm. by the way, the city of Calgary has declared a state of emergency twice in its long history. And lucky me, I got to be mayor for both of them. Um, but <laughs> in 2013, the floods were just two weeks before the stampede, and we managed to, literally two weeks to the day, and we managed to get the stampede on. And that was a real boost to the collective energies of the city. And so this year, it was really tough. You know, the Stampede has put up a video on their website, which is a beautiful minute-and-a-half video. And it just says, you know, in every rider's life, sometimes you get bucked off. <laughs> and they said, after a great run, we find ourselves in the dirt, and we're a little bit mixed up and a little bit messed up and a little bit muddied, but we're right again. And the one thing we know for sure 
is right now our job is to look after the healthcare workers, the frontline workers, the grocery store clerks, the truckers, the cleaners, because right now all of those people are braver than any bull rider. Mr. Mayor, that's I have really the sentiment that most Calgarians have, I think. Yeah. And I remember that uh, flood in 2013 because I was broadcasting when it uh, was at its, uh, its highest peak, and I was actually sitting in my house in the eastern townships of Quebec talking to reporters who were going throughout the city and reporting back to what was developing. And just in my headset, never mind being there, just in my headset it sounded so desperately alarming. So I can only imagine what it was like on the ground. But we look at uh, if we look at today, and uh, if I can come back to the issue of what you're about office space, working from home, I'm going to try to put something together here. Working from home becomes the model now. If that becomes the model, how concerned are you about already existing office space in Calgary increasing and perhaps dramatically as companies will be trying to curb costs? And if you take that just that one piece of the the pie, when you project down the road for a year or two years, what's it look like to you? Does that make sense? Am I making sense? Yeah, you're totally making sense. It's extraordinarily concerning, and it needs to be extraordinarily concerning for every city that has sort of a bustling downtown, because we have created cities where the city center, where people work that have a concentration of employment, are really paying a huge portion of the property taxes in the city. So if we come to a world where companies say just exactly as you say, we can cut costs and we found that we can really work well with people working from home and we need less space, that's going to be a very big problem for all cities uh, with a big commercial core. Now, there's there's no certainty that that will happen. Uh, I know a lot of companies are actually finding that having everyone working from home is not the most productive thing for them. And in fact, I had one major company in Calgary recently communicate to me that you know, they had gone, as every company has over the years, from individual offices to cubicles to now large open spaces. And they're now realizing that their workplace with large open spaces is actually not safe for people. And they need to actually give people a little more room. So they may actually take more space for the same number of people. So it, it, it could go in any direction. But certainly these are the kinds of things that I have at least a little bit of my brain working on as we're working through this crisis. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you about Calgary. It is a magnificent city. I had the great uh, pleasure of working in Calgary in my early 20s, and uh, I plan to come back, not not, not to locate, unless I'm, I'm asked. But, <laughs> but Mayor Nancy, thank I'm you so much. You come back. We'd love to have you here. <laughs> thank you very much. You're very kind. Thank you for spending the time with us today, and all the very best going forward. Thank you, and all our best to all of our neighbors across Canada as we go through this together, and we cannot wait to welcome you to Calgary again. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 